As we are heavily into the Purim season, I wanted to share the following fascinating, more modern-day Purim miracle story. Modern-day meaning it's under 100 years ago, back in 1953. Paraphrasing the story out of a book, To Remain a Jew, this book should be required reading for anybody who wants to really appreciate what it means to be a absolutely dedicated Jew when it's very hard to do so, and how blessed we are that it's so much easier in our contemporary world than it was in the life of Rabbi Yitzhak Zilber, about whom this book was written, living under the severe uh, oppression of Soviet uh, of the Soviet Union, KGB, life under Stalin. And this story takes place while in one of the prison camps, 1953. Purim that year, mid-February, Shabbos led into Purim, and that Saturday night, Rabbi Zilber gathered together 15 Jews began telling them Megillas Esther, the story about Achashverosh and Haman, and the miraculous salvation of the Jewish people. As he described, one of the other prisoners, an Isaac Maranovich, was furious and challenged him harshly. Who needs your mices? Who needs your tales about what happened 2,500 years ago? Where is your God today? Do you know what will soon happen to the Jews of the USSR? It's not enough that the Germans finished off six million. Again, this is 1953. Imagine life just several years post the Holocaust. And as he continued here, they're about to be done with another three. And he was referring to the doctor's plot where Stalin had framed uh, Jewish doctors claiming that they were poisoning and and infecting the uh, Gentile children with all types of diseases and that they were responsible for the deaths of of the children in Russia. And he was going to hang the Jewish doctors, and had plans to eliminate all of the rest of Soviet Jewry. Uh, he had, was going to be deporting them to regions of Siberia where it uh, easily hit negative 80 to 90 degrees Fahrenheit and to send them to barracks without any heat and simply have them die of the elements almost instantly in that environment, as well as what was not known when this book was written, uh, that there were plans later discovered that Stalin had planned to have trains simply leading to cliffs where Jews would be uh, taken off the trains at cliff's edge and then simply forced to their deaths. These were Stalin's plans, and as this Isaac Maranovich was blasting Rav Zulber, how can you talk about God there protecting the Jews? Where is he now? Well, Rav Zulber responded, True, our situation is difficult, but don't eulogize us quite yet. Haman also sent orders for our destruction to 127 provinces. God will yet help. Oh, how will he help? Stalin has planned everything. This is not so humming from long ago, and he launched into a speech about the power of Stalin, and he certainly was powerful. True, commented Rizilver. He has always come out the winner, but that won't be the case with the Jews. Why not? The guardian of Israel, Shomer Yisrael, neither sleeps nor slumbers. He ultimately plans that we are destined to endure, and the great exalted Stalin is no more than a human being, flesh and blood, a mere mortal. No one can tell what will be with Basar Adam, flesh and blood, in a half an hour. Ha! Isaac Maranovich stumped off in anger. That was on Purim night. Well, the next morning, he came back looking for a Zilver. Yitzchak, he said, you know you said it good last night. What did I say? Well, last night at 7.50 p.m., you said that Stalin was no more than flesh and blood, and no one can know what will happen to Basar Adam to flesh and blood in half an hour. Well, today... Someone whispered to me that he heard on German radio that last night at 8.23 p.m., Stalin suffered a stroke and lost his speech just under a half hour after you spoke.
We laughed at this coincidence. In quotes. As soon as I found out, commented Rev Zilver, that Stalin was not well, he grabbed his Tehillim, his Psalms, and started praying for his early demise. Well, on March 5th, they officially announced the news of Stalin's death. And his funeral actually ended up being a double funeral. Because on March 4th, the president of Czechoslovakia, Clement Gutwald, who had recently assassinated 16 Czech leaders for allowing 100,000 Jews to emigrate to Israel, well, that murderer, Clement Gottwald, arrived in Moscow on March 4th, and as the official reports described, came down with pneumonia and speedily followed Stalin's footsteps. His funeral procession went alongside Stalin's, and they were buried together. As Rav Zilber commented, as they say in Yiddish, Tzvei Kaparos and Intog, two atonements in one day. Well, this amazing story, this powerful story, is just another little reminder, another dose of bitachon of our capacity to trust in God and recognize that even when things are dark, as they certainly were then, certainly were in the Purim story, and certainly remain for many, many people today as well, there's still a guardian of Israel, a Shomer Yisrael, who's looking out for us. But Shomer Yisrael requires Yisrael, requires us doing our job at being that Yisrael that weren't that guard. And as our tachlis take home, aside from the inspiration and that recognition of bitachon and trusting God, is a reminder to activate that trust, to be that Yisrael who has that relationship with God, to be the Yisrael that warrants that type of shmirah, that type of protection. In so doing, we can hopefully look forward to greater and greater clear, vivid manifestations and indications of God's being there for us. We should all be able to recognize clear salvation in our imminent future. Have a wonderful Purim, and let's all continue to achieve our tachlis.